kids back in school. Leaves change color and cover the ground. And the fall and winter holidays are just over the horizon. Celebrate the season with us every day. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital. Good morning, Grand Valley. It is going to be a good day. Not necessarily is a good day at this very moment, however. We'll talk about the weather in just a second. 7.10, 10 minutes after the hour. Welcome to Monday. We kick off a brand new week of great conversation, information, controversy, and fun. Bob Slider behind the board. I'm Howard Monroe. We always trust that you know who you are, and you are welcome to be in the gig if you'd like to at 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, the Watchdog Radio Network text line, or you are welcome to call 304-214-304-232-8255, which is, Way the, to go, Howard. which is the phone line. And uh, the, the Frio stack lines, and they are open, and they are available for your use this morning. Uh, got a lot to do today. It's going to be kind of an interesting day. We're going to be uh, continuing the homeless conversation. Local homeless advocates spoke out in the newspaper this weekend against Wheeling Councilman Ben Seidler, who, remember, he said last week that some of the homeless advocates are, quote, monetizing the homeless. They weren't happy with that at all. Seidler is with us today to uh, talk about that. Legal challenge to Ogilvy's deer call has been dismissed, so it looks like the early November uh, hunt is on. Ukrainian parliament plans to ban the Ukrainian Orthodox Church because it has alleged ties to Russia. Mideast expert and international lawyer Robert Amsterdam checks in with us to protest that ban, saying it's all wrong. Strange weather week ahead, freeze warning this morning, and then close to 70 by tomorrow. Yeesh. The morning meteorologist Adam Fike is in to put that together for us. Plus, we got a little Monday food talk about sandwiches, a look at this weekend's blazing paddles, pickleball event, and your texts and your phone calls. So welcome to the program. 31 degrees everywhere. 31 at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 31 at the Highlands, 31 in Elm Grove, and 31 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Bob Slider, a little bit of fog outside, and we're technically under a freeze warning. And I cheated a little bit this morning, Howard. I uh, I thought, okay, do I want to do I want a real cold ride first thing in the morning? I think the answer. I is no. do not, and I don't have all those fancy gadgets that you do that, that <laughs> heat up the steering wheel and the, the the shifter and the seat and all that stuff. Well, so I had the seat warmer. <laughs> I had to go out and I had to start Jeep up uh, this morning, and uh, it was just just perfect when I got in it this morning. Did it warm up nicely? It did, really, really nice. Um, I did somewhat the same thing. I, I do have the fancy things, uh, including a remote start. My wife bought me a remote start for Christmas two or three years ago. So I can start the car like 15 minutes early, gets it all warmed up. So when I get out there, it's ready. And then I turn on the seat warmers. I'm telling you, there is nothing better than sitting in the car and just feeling your tushy getting that little, you know, woo, like that. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Just makes you feel good. But it is, it, if you can do that, if you can turn your car on remotely or just go out and turn it on anyway, warm things up, it's probably a wise idea. We are looking at uh, a freeze warning in effect until around 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, we're below freezing right now, 31 pretty much everywhere. Uh, it will warm up, though. It'll be more of a 
typical average day for this time of year. Going to be sunny and a high of 57. I believe we might look at some frost in the early morning again tomorrow. The overnight could get cold. But tomorrow, Bob, sunny and a high of 70. It's going to warm up again, Howard. You know, it's, I mean, so we've got, we, we got frost on the pumpkin right now, 70 tomorrow. We're going from winter back to fall, summer, really, in, in less than 24 hours. Yeah, and hold on tight, Howard. Uh, November. You hear that? Yeah, what is that? November's knocking on the door, Howard. <laughs> well, maybe you'll be, Listen, one thing we've come to learn the last multiple seasons is... Who the hell knows what's going to happen, right? <laughs> we might have a heat wave in November. I mean, last year, what was our what was our winter like? We did eighty. Have? I think we close to eighty in November in February. In February we had real heat. Uh, we had virtually no snow of any kind. The groundhog know. said, "The hell with this. It's too hot. I'm going back in the hole." So I think uh, we just. I, I, I don't know how the meteorologists do it. You know, I I I I, I joke they have a dartboard, uh, but yeah, who knows? Who knows? Anyway, I do know this. The forecast calls for it to, right now. I do know this, that right now it actually is cold outside. So put a jacket on. Warm your car up if you can. It's going to stay a freeze warning until 9 o'clock this morning. And then uh, sunny in 57 today, sunny in 70 tomorrow. Actually, low 70, 72, 73 for the rest of this week. Yeah, and don't let those sunny temperatures in the daytime fool you. Bring the plants in at night because, uh, just like Howard says, it's going to be right around 30-ish. And it is a little bit foggy outside this morning, too. Did you notice that? I did. It was all those things you don't like in in your morning commute, Howard. The the, the couple of FR words, freeze and frost out there. Freeze and, well, F words, freeze and fog out there. So uh, watch out for that. So the freeze watch is in effect. 7.15, 15 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hey, uh, did you make it up to the Blazing Paddles event this weekend? I sure did. And what an event it was. I mean, I got there, I think, around 10-ish. Of course, Kayleen was there. She was working hard, <laughs> organizing everything. The Pine yeah, Room Boys. Pickleball for it. She point. was there. All the Pine Room Boys were there. I mean, uh, Channel 7 was there again, bright and early, did a story on those guys. I mean. I think they're in love with those guys. Well, hey, they know who the hot the hot guy when they, when they see him, Howard. Uh, them boys are hot because they never stop. And yesterday was Sunday, for God's sake. So uh, I guess it was a seven-day week for those boys. You were um... – did you play? No, I my son played. I watched really? him play. I watched Kayleen play. Yeah, it was uh, it was really fun to watch. Now, was it ideal weather? No. Was it uh, was it really really bad weather? No. It, it, it was, you know, it was one of those places in Ogilvy where it just doesn't get a lot of sun, or at least that type of morning time in the morning, Howard. But it was a little chilly. But boy, you'd never know it by the players after. Look, pickleball. You know, you and I could ma- smack that ball back and forth a little bit. These speak guys, for, speak for yourself, but okay. <laughs> these guys, I mean, and women, uh, just really the, the the way they make the ball spin, uh, the the killer serves. I mean, it is very very competitive, but it's also just great sportsmanship, Howard. I am ignorant about pickleball, and everybody knows that. I've said that before, and I know some of you are going, Howard, just put a period after ignorant. I am ignorant. No, I am ignorant about pickleball. Um, <clears throat> Is it what kind of ball is it? It's like a tennis ball, or is it a, a picture a big wiffle ball? Not too big, you know, just a little okay. bit bigger. Right. It's, okay. it's one of those wiffle balls that would have the holes in it. Okay, all right. So and it's a light. It's a light ball. Yes, and these balls are yellow, where you can really see them. And uh, the paddle. Uh, so picture a, a ping pong paddle, just a little bit bigger. Okay. And uh, it's doubles. 
And it's just real. You, you have to have incredible reflexes. Professional basketball player and former West Virginia uh, Mountaineer Nate Har- uh, Harler was there. You know, he's a great athlete. Sue Campbell. I don't know if those guys won it or not. I left. Uh, and it was. It is a tournament, as in you win your first round, you move up to a second round, that kind of thing. What they do, they have pool play. That's where everybody plays three games to kind of position yourself okay. to see who the better teams are. And then they once they start the tournament play, if you lose, then you're done. Okay. And our friends from, from uh, uh, the Pine Room were kind of the organizers and coordinators of this whole thing? Oh, yeah. I saw Mark Delbrook on the Big Seven. Yeah, those guys, uh, they, they just don't stop. They're always around, always doing something. Always on TV, too, Howard. Man, alive. Jesus, we have, we have, we have just gone down. On, I've said we've gone down on the totem, totem pole, pal. There's just no question about that. But I guess it was a big success. 26 different teams, according to what the TV7 has here uh, in their story this morning, 26 different teams played. So uh, a lot of interest in it. I guess we have a couple of pickleball courts in town, right? Of course, one out in Elm Grove, Patterson Field. Is there, where else? There's one up at Ogilvy. I don't know where else there is one. I think there's a couple private courts uh, people have built uh, for their own particular club or family or something like that. Now, I'm going to make a prediction here, Howard. Do, 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 do. Prediction. I will say that the Pine Room boys are probably going to have a couple different kind of tournaments. They'll keep blazing paddles, but they'll probably have one in the summertime, too, because of it, it's just a really, it's really. Golf tourney, maybe? I'm thinking paddle ball again. Maybe, oh, more paddle ball. Maybe oh, when okay. it's a little bit uh, warmer out there, uh, maybe in the spring or something like that, maybe have a spring. So maybe we could have maybe we could have our own watchdog paddle ball. Now we got to get Jub and come up with a clever name He's like clever like bla- blazing paddles. But maybe the watchdog can put on something. Yeah, I'm thinking Pine Room will say, guys, we've got that taken. Care we got that. Of. We guys. got that. No, just go. Away. Thanks anyway, but uh, uh, that's okay. What did we come up with last week for us to do? Was we somebody suggested cheer a uh, wheelchair pickleball? I don't think that'll work. There was something else somebody said we ought to we could do here on the. Checker, checkers. We could have a checkers. Play a good rousing game of checkers. I hour. think we could do. That. We'll have to work on that. The what we call it? The not blazing paddles. We call it the um, the uh, uh, chintzy checkers <laughs> watchdog. How about morning. those old guys that sit around and play checkers? Hey, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Just so you know, nothing wrong with being a bunch of old guys. All right, it is uh, seven nineteen. So good time was had by all. You had a good time. Great time. The and food. The food truck was there. Um, some a little bit of Bud Light was flowing, Howard, so it was a good time had by all. And those guys were broadcasting. I mean, when those guys go up there, they, I mean, they work. They're not only running the tournament, which, to, hey, take some doing. You just don't sit Playing around. Playing in the tournament. They're on TV. They're doing their podcast. And, and then they're streaming. And then they're – those guys just never stop. Well, what what will, a crew. They will be here this afternoon at uh, 2 o'clock. They will be. It is uh, one of those uh, mixed afternoons for us here on the Watchdog Radio Network. We'll start at noon with uh, Seth Staskey and his show. And then I believe Neil Brown is another doozy. That should be interesting. Yeah, Mountaineers favorite uh, gonna be by fourteen. Yeah, I, they they did not. I mean, there were errors all game long, but once again, a collapse in the fourth quarter. Yeah, just again, I <clears throat> Neil Brown is going. He he was on thin ice, or maybe he was he already had a couple feet in water there, Howard. But yeah, the I really think again this is going to be a brutal week. They're going to come out of the out of the woodwork and just say this guy has got to go, and uh, sooner than later, a lot of penalties. And that's on the co- again. I, I don't want to beat up on Neil Brown too much, but again, that goes back to the coaching. 
I thought it was going to be a disaster this week. After Heartbreak City against Houston, who really stepped up against one of the best teams in the country, the Texas Longhorns, that line was like 20-some points, and Houston gave them all they wanted. So it's just crazy, Howard. But you can't get beat at home. In West Virginia, this is all we got, folks. We don't have a lot to crow about. So when our football team is supposed to win and they don't win, again, heartbreak city throughout the state. Yeah, it really wasn't a crowing going on this weekend. More like a little pigeon. It's a disaster. It's a disaster is what it is. (laughs) 721. You have more on that in uh, Slider on Sports. 721, 21 after the hour here. It is the Watchdog Morning Show for Monday. You are welcome to talk about pickleball or WVU or anything else on your mind on the Frio Stack auction service phone line, 304-232-8255, or the Frio Stack auction service text line. I had, by the way, um, I didn't do any pickleballing. It was kind of a quiet weekend. But uh, my wife and I, and we took a couple of the kids up to, once again, I just want to, the Stratford Springs breakfast brunch on Sunday is just phenomenal. I mean, I just, this is now the second time Nancy and I have been there. Took some of the kids, not everybody, but a couple of the kids went with us. Uh, Teddy's a pancake guy, and they make pancakes fresh to order there. So they had pancakes and waffles. He loved that. Uh, I had... uh, Every week they change up their but they have the they have eggs and sausage gravy and biscuits and you know muffins and all that kind of stuff, waffles and pancakes, all that's standard. But then sort of the buffet part they change it every week. This week they had uh, gyros, gyro meat with the you know tzatzikis. Oh man, I double plated on that one. I double plated on the gyros, but um, it's just uh, it's just it's a it's very nice. Somebody asked me, is it classy? I mean, Stratford Springs is classy. Uh, it's 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 a in a normal situation it would be a kind of a dress up. You don't have to at all on the Sunday brunch, but you just feel that's nice. Dress yeah, neat. Yeah, you feel you know you feel. My wife would not let me wear my Route 66 hoodie. I said I need those something so cool and put my hoodie. Oh no, not to this. You have to put on your Sunday best jacket, which is just my regular blue jacket that I wear every day, but I discovered that is now my Sunday best jacket. Ah. So, anyways, good. I, I enjoyed that. Did you have any good food this weekend? I did. I took a little turn for the worse yesterday, Howard, when I left uh, Blazing Paddles and I got home. I don't know what happened to me, but uh, I missed the Steeler game. I oh, mean, wow. you know, I have to be <laughs> really under the weather to go to bed and say, I, ca- I can't watch the Steeler game. So, uh I don't know if it was something I ate. I don't know if it was something going around, but you might want to stay away from me there, Howard. If you would, mind, would you mind closing that window Close there? this up, get a little uh, Lysol going in here. Yeah, could you take care of that for me, please? 724, 24 after the hour. Last week, we, had, we mentioned a story we both heard on ABC News about Chick-fil-A. And it seemed weird to both of us, a survey that was done. I've got a little more info about that, and it just seems even weirder now that I've got it. But our food talk will continue coming up next year on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is 724. Start your next project today and get 11% off everything now at Menards. Add beautiful color to your projects with Minwax oil-based wood finish. It's a penetrating formula that delivers oil-rich color in one single coat and dries in just two hours. Pick up a quart of Minwax wood finish for only $10.99 after 11% off. Good through October 29th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. With the weather changing, now's a great time to head on into your local Toyota dealer, where legendary performance and reliability go hand in hand. 
check out a sporty Camry with available all-wheel drive and Toyota Safety Sense. Or the spacious RAV4, turning heads with amazing fuel efficiency. And now, explore Toyota like never before, with hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and full electric options. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Offers end October 31st. Toyota, let's go places. The Highland Sports Complex is the Ohio Valley's most exciting place to play. A state-of-the-art facility offering fun for the whole family with a climbing wall, arcade, indoor turf, hardwood courts, classes and camps for kids and adults. Plus, you can take a break in the on-site cafe. Learn more online at hitthehighlands.com or better yet, stop in and visit the Highlands Sports Complex at the top of the hill off I-70. The nights get cooler, trees shed their leaves. It's autumn in the Ohio Valley. Seasons may change, but you can always count on your morning news and information, plus good conversation right here. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on the Watchdog Radio Network. Seven twenty-six, twenty-six after the hour here, Watchdog Morning Show. A little more food talk before we move on. Um, you know, I, I think we all say these next words, but this survey that we I have in front of me maybe puts a different perspective on it. We all say if you go to a fast food drive-through, I hate waiting in line, right? Isn't that it? It's I hate waiting in line. You get into a McDonald's or a Wendy's or wherever, and there's a long line. You place your order, and you place your order, and then you get through, and and it just seems it's just that long line that's crazy. But a new survey out, and this is done every year. It's done by um, a QSR does this. They evaluate restaurants every year, and we talked about this briefly when they had a headline on ABC News. The, in my opinion, my personal opinion, what I've heard from everybody. What restaurant, fast food restaurant, Bob, has the best of the drive-thrus? I've always thought it was Chick-fil-A. I, I've always thought that as well. And yet, in this survey, Chick-fil-A ranks dead last in drive-thru service, but first in customer service. What they did was they look at waiting time, all right? Chick-fil-A came in last in speed of service and average wait time. God help us, Ta- Taco Bell came in number one. You get through the Taco Bell line faster. See, I think if, I under- if, if I'm reading all of this right, I think what this says is we don't really mind waiting in line if we feel we're being paid attention to. Because if you go to Chick-fil-A, somebody greets you right there at your car. They ask you for your name. Every step along the way, they refer to you. Howard, your food is almost ready. Howard, if you just pull up to the window. So I, I, don't, I think what this goes to prove is not that we care about waiting, per se. We care about waiting when we feel like nobody cares and nothing's happening. And I think it all depends if you have somewhere to go. To me, the best example is lunch break. Okay, we got a half hour, but if we spend 20 minutes in line before we even get our food, now we, ha- now we have a problem. Lunch, lunch isn't going to be as enjoyable. I had one bad experience at the Chick-fil-A at, uh, at the Highlands. 
I was going to take a drive and I was going to meet someone to give someone something. And we had a, a, a prearranged time to meet. And I thought to myself, well, hell, I don't want to make that drive without eating something. I will go through Chick-fil-A. And the difference between McDonald's or, I don't know, maybe Wendy's, when you, when you have a big delay, especially at the Elm Grove uh, McDonald's, you could abort just about any time you want. You could say, the hell with this, stick it, I'm oh, driving yeah. out of here. Yeah. But Chick-fil-A, you can't do that up there. Once, once you're in that line, you're stuck in that line. And I don't know what kind of problems they had that evening, but I sat in line over 20 minutes. Oh, wow. And my friend at the rendezvous uh, thought something was wrong. I was so late that they thought something was was wrong, but I, I just got stuck in there. That is the only time anything like that has ever happened to me at Chick-fil-A, Howard. According to the survey, the study, the report I have here from uh, takeout.com, Chick-fil-A's personalized focus, you know, they pay attention to you individually, prevents most customers from leaving and going to shorter lines elsewhere. Their customer service ranks 97%, almost 100. Total customer service, uh, 97% of customers say they are satisfied with their order and their visit. But in terms of wait lines, they are the, the longest. And again, I guess I understand it because they take more time to, you know, they have a different, different way of doing things. I'm I'm a fan of Chick Fil A. I I'm, I'm sure that I go there more than you. You like it, but you're you're not really sold on it like like everybody yeah, else. I'm not a, I'm I'm okay with it, but I'm not a giant fan. This might surprise you, Howard. I've never been inside the building. No, that doesn't surprise me. No, and I don't think many people go in there. And I think that's I, another reason that the wait is pretty substantial because it's a busy place. And I don't think they get a lot of in-dining uh, uh, there, at, at, uh, especially at the one at the Highlands. Of course, that is becoming de rigueur for many fast food restaurants. After the pandemic, a lot of the fast food places, McDonald's and, and Wendy's and the big ones, have begun to cut down on their dining rooms and focus much more on drive through In fact, McDonald's is now opening up a lot of dr- – everything old is new again, though, Bob, right? Back in the old, the very first McDonald's we had here in the Upper Ohio Valley, which was in Warwood, there was no drive-through. You you walked in, you walk, in. walked up to the counter, and, got, and you didn't even eat there. They didn't have seats there. How about the one where uh, Mr. Bryson's uh, Uniglobe right is? He, there was no stinking drive-in there. You had to park, and that was never easy in downtown Wheeling. So you and, had to park and walk upstairs. Yeah, I usually would walk upstairs and eat on the second floor Absolutely. once I got my food. So. Um, but I, 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 apparently, this is the, a big, big trend in fast food restaurants. They are uh, cutting out, in some cases, or at least shrinking their dining room because people aren't going to the dining. People aren't going into McDonald's to eat the way they used to. It's not. It used to be the a hangout place. It's not that much, much anymore. And I'll give you another example of a business where I think the pandemic really hurt them. And I think the, the choices they made after the pandemic really, really hurt them. A friend asked me the other day, he said, come on, let's go over a steak and shake. And I said, uh, I don't want to yeah, go you've there. Been, that, that bothers you. I just that. don't want to go over there anymore. And I loved it. it. used to be any time or night, you know, they were open 24 hours. You want to go? Sure, let's go get a good burger. <laughs> not anymore. I think I'm done with them, Howard. They're, they're, of course, they're, their service is automated now. You go in, you place your own at steak and, sh- steak and shake. You place your own order at a kiosk, a big, great big computer type screen. You place your own order. Uh, you got to be careful about that. We, <laughs> Nancy and I and uh, Teddy and Ariana were there months ago, and Nancy was placing her order, and 
when it was done, it said she had ordered 17 soda pops. <laughs> well, I think she kept pushing the button and didn't realize they were adding up, adding up, adding up. So. I seen a guy get a bunch of shrimp like that one time. <laughs> well, that was you know that's a whole di- that's a whole different story there. Um, and then of course, Steak and Shake will just uh, Bob, Bob number fourteen. Your food is ready, and you go get your food. And, um, I, I don't mind that so much, and I'm not. I, we're still good. We still do go to Steak and Shake. I don't think their food is as good as it was. I think their quality has gone down. I think everything dropped. Yeah, but uh, and a lot of places have just changed. I mean, since the pandemic, at least Steak and Shake has found a way to stay open. You know, there are a lot of places that just closed up and, and, and went away. Anyway, I thought this was the Chick-fil-A thing I found interesting because we had talked about it very briefly last week, and so I got a little more info on it. Taco Bell is the first number one best drive through experience. Now, I don't go to Taco Bell, so I don't know. They might want to take a ride down here through National Road one time before they uh, finish up that survey. Yeah. Survey says, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> 734, 26 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I will save this next story for another day because already we're behind time. But the story is this. How much will you pay for a sandwich? What's the number? What's the dollar figure? The price of sandwiches are going up. Again, you all can tell. I I get a lot of these food blogs that I read. Price of sandwiches are going up, and a lot of people are starting to say it's getting to be too expensive. How much would you pay for a sandwich? I thought we'd talk about that. I don't want to do it now because we have to do other stuff. Also, um, what is your? I'll ask you this real quick. Do you have a favorite sandwich? A favorite? Probably cheeseburger. Just a burger? Yeah, give me a burger. Yeah. i got to think about it. I mean, I like a well, You like Rubens. You do different kind I of do. sandwich I and do. stuff that I don't even consider. What I have the other day? Um, pastrami. I'm thinking of pastrami. Yeah, see, I ain't eating that hard. No? No. Nice lean pastrami. You know, a nice pastrami sandwich. Pastrami deli to a nice on thin rye. That guy, you don't want that? I do not. No. All right. Uh, we'll talk more food. So more food talk could be coming up later on here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hey, it's a frosty and foggy morning this morning. Be aware of that. Um, areas of frost throughout the day. Freeze warning in effect until about 9 o'clock this morning. Otherwise sunny, a high around 57. We're at 31 everywhere, 31 degrees right across the board. Now uh, we'll check into what the rest of the week is going to be like with Adam Fike. He's coming up in a couple of minutes. But first, Rebecca is here, and she's got Ohio Valley headlines. Good morning, Ohio Valley. I'm Rebecca Little with your 7 News headlines for this Monday, October 23rd. Fog could complicate your morning commute, so be careful, Ohio Valley. And a quick traffic update this morning. Beginning today, a portion of Barker Run Road in Wetzel County will be closed for multiple pipe replacements. That work will last from 7 this morning through 5 in the afternoon today through Friday. Officials recommend taking Route 17 through Barker Run Road as an alternative route. And in Hancock County, a portion of West Virginia Route 2 on Main Street on the new Cumberland Bridge will be restricted to one lane from 7 this morning to 5 p.m. starting today and tomorrow for bridge maintenance. Commuters in the area should slow down and expect delays. Flaggers will be maintaining traffic during this time. And on Thursday, President Joe Biden made a case for U.S. financial support to Israel and Ukraine amid their conflicts with Hamas and Russia, respectively. Meanwhile, Ohio Senator J.D. Vance has been vocally against sending any more money to the Ukrainians, but he supports the funds for Israel. Vance argues that the two situations are quite different. Israel is asking for 6 to $8 billion to respond to a terrorist attack, 
while Ukraine is asking for approximately $60 billion after already having received $150 billion. Vance says that bundling these two issues together makes it difficult to have an honest debate. And the West Virginia Division of Natural Resources announced over the weekend that the first segment of the antlerless deer firearm season will open on public and private lands. The hunt will take place in all or portions of the 51 counties October 26th through the 29th. Hunters who want to take advantage of this early deer firearms opportunity are encouraged to purchase their license and deer stamps online before the season starts. Hunters who can't make it out for the first segment have a chance to participate in three additional segments later this year. All new this morning, the American Red Cross will be having a free event on Wednesday to teach the community about being Red Cross ready. They'll teach you how to prepare for and respond to disasters appropriately. They will also have a 30-minute training for hands-only CPR. You'll learn how to check for consciousness, call 911, and give continuous chest compressions. For more information, you can visit redcross.com. That was a look at your morning headlines for this Monday, October 23rd. I'm Rebecca Little. Have a great day, everybody. Save big money with 11% off everything in Menards. Finish lighting your workspace with ballast free lights from Zone Lighting. The durable construction allows for flexible LED bulb replacement and reduced maintenance, all while improving your energy efficiency. A four foot LED free wrap light is $39.95 after 11% rebate at Menards. Good through October 29th. Savings are a mail in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. What if your bank offered new checking and savings accounts with a very low balance required, online bill pay, and debit cards issued right away? I would like that. What if that bank had extended hours every business day and were open on Saturdays and most holidays? That's incredible. And if all their accounts had low fees or no fees? That's money in the bank. The right bank. Open your checking and savings account at Main Street Bank. You deserve a bank this good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Come to Wheeling Nailers opening night, Saturday, November 4th, featuring special guest Mad Chad Taylor, the Chainsaw Juggler. Enjoy hilarious cutting-edge fun, intermission hysteria, plus a magnet schedule giveaway, new arena food and beverages, new premium seat options, and introducing our official Nail Ale Beer. It's going to be a mad opening night. Pump drops at 710. Get tickets now. Call 304-234-GOLD or go to wheelingnailers.com. When the unexpected happens, it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet. When disaster strikes, just pick up the phone. The morning show team is gathered and ready. Taylor Long has Ohio Valley headlines. Adam Fike has the detailed forecast. And Bob Slider and Tony Carini have sports. Plus commentary, rants, and interviews with Howard Monroe. This is the Watchdog Morning Show on the Watchdog Radio Network. The alarm clock tingling, ringing in my head. Trying to recover from another 
while we can Chugging down coffee while I should have been sleeping 7.40, 20 till the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. Welcome to a Monday. Slider and Monroe are here welcoming you in as well on the Frio Stack auction service hotline or text line 304-214-1600 or 304-232-8255. Uh, you, you said you weren't particularly feeling well. So did, what I want to get to is I had a hard time waking up this morning. I just couldn't get up. Did you? How did you get up all right? Or? I didn't want to get up, but no, I didn't have any problem getting up. I I could have slept all all morning probably this you know, morning. Since we've revised our schedule here and come in separately and stuff, I've I've got a pretty good routine going. But man, I just I don't know what it was. I just couldn't get myself up this morning. Are we falling back this year? or Are we done with that? Yeah, I think we are falling back in a couple. In fact, let's check in with Adam Fike, Big Seven meteorologist. Adam, we, daylight savings time, what, a couple of weeks away? I mean, stopping daylight savings time, a couple of weeks away? I actually have no clue. That's okay. something I would need to actually look into. I think it's maybe the first week in November, something like that. And they keep, they keep teasing us, you know. Congress keeps saying we're going to get rid of that. Um, but, no, I think we, we, what, spring, we fall back again. I think it's November 6th or 7th, something like that, right, right about the time. Sunday, that, November 5th. 5th, okay, all right. So we do have daylight savings time going away, and uh, it'll be even darker at night. Adam, um, weird week this week I've been, I'm looking at it here. We are in a freeze warning this morning, and it, it is a little cold outside, 31 right across the board right now. Uh, a bit of f- fog out there as well, but... Um, but then we're going to warm up a little bit today and a whole lot tomorrow. Just kind of a strange mixture here. Uh, welcome to the Ohio Valley Howard, where we can have all four seasons in a matter of 24 hours. <laughs> it's, that's true. So first of all, let us remind people that it is a cold morning, right? Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Definitely, if you haven't already, if you're not in your car quite yet or you're getting ready to get in your car, definitely give it a couple extra minutes and make sure because of the Fog, you do slow down a bit and leave plenty of space between you and the other cars around you. I have a remote start unit, so I used that for the first time this year. Got the car warmed up before I got out there. Mr. Slider had his own remote start unit, right, Bob? I put my jacket on and went out there and started it up, Adam. <laughs> you know what, Bob? That's how I am. <laughs> so, uh, it, but it is, uh, there is a freeze warning, what, till 9 o'clock, something like that this morning? Yep, that runs till 9 o'clock or till roughly temperatures get back into the 40s. So whichever comes first. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at 31 right now, so we're going to be rising up uh, hopefully 40-ish by 9, 10 o'clock or so. Uh, not a bad day the rest of the day, though, right? We're going to see sunshine and, and relatively pleasant temperatures. Oh, yeah, really the day's not bad. No. By, I would say, 9:30, that 9.30 time frame, so 9 to 10, fog lift. Temperatures go from the upper 30s to the 40s, and then we just quickly continue to climb up. By lunch, pretty much clear skies. We'll be back into the 50s. Dinner time, pretty much clear skies. We'll max that somewhere between that, I would say, 58 to 62. So plenty of sunshine. Yeah, it's frosty and foggy to start the morning, but the afternoon's going to look pretty good. Now, I want to talk about the day tomorrow because it's going to be an even warmer day. But first, do are we looking at another morning frost tomorrow or not? Not likely. Okay. Most of us will see our lows around 40, so it might be like an isolated spot, like in 
Montgomery's Guernsey County, but most of us won't have to deal with it. Okay, so today's the only freeze frost morning morning we have to worry about. Now tomorrow, it's it's going to be it's going to be a spring like day, almost a summer like day, right? I would basically just skipped winter, went from fall right into spring already. <laughs> I mean, rest of the week itself is going to be in the seventies. <laughs> Jeez, seventies all week long. That's amazing. And most of the weeks, I think all week long, basically sunny too, right? Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, mainly clear. Now, I would say Wednesday through Friday is going to be a 50-50. Wednesday, we start off the day with clouds with sunshine for the afternoon. Thursday is going to be back and forth during the day. So you see clouds, you see sunshine, and then Friday could see a stray shower in the morning. Most of us honestly stay dry. And then sunshine once again for the afternoon. Uh, but again, mid-70s for, um, or maybe low 70s, I guess I should say, for for most of the rest of the week, right? Yep. 73 tomorrow. I mean, it's basically between 70 and 75 all week. <laughs> I like the sound of that. I really do. Then a uh, little bit of rain for the weekend. So rain settles back in for the weekend. Like I said, Friday, maybe just a stray shower. Saturday, a few spotty showers. And even Saturday's rain chance is starting to decrease a little bit. The best chance as of right now for a washout is going to be Sunday when our temperatures drop back down into the 60s. All right, so Sunday could be the, if we're going to have significant rain, that'll be the the day to worry about, I guess, huh? But there's nothing special going on this weekend, right, Bob? Nothing going on? There's no... uh... No Ogilvy Fest, no Pickle Boy Pine Room. No Pickleball. In fact, uh, this week, there, we, I don't think we have a football game on the Watchdog Network. Both John Marshall and Wheeling Central sitting this weekend out. All right, so there you go. All right, so not not uh, not a bad forecast. Again, getting past to morning, this morning's freeze warning. Uh, and then 60-ish today, 70s the rest of the week, and maybe some rain on the weekend. That kind of... I guess summarize it, right, uh, right, Adam? Just about right, yep. All right, sounds good. Well, as always, my friend, I appreciate talking to you. Glad to have you here on a Monday morning, kicking off the week with us, and we'll, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Talk to you, Adam. Thank you. Thank you, Adam Fike, Big 7, WTRF-TV. We're looking at 31 at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 31 at the Highlands, 31 in Elm Grove, and 31 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Speaking of the Big 7, WTRF-TV, tomorrow is a big day for them. Do you know what it is, Bob? It's the anniversary. Their 70th anniversary. It's I, I didn't realize this until DK came here to talk to me about it. Channel 7 and I are the same age. Channel 7 and I are both 70 this year. And tomorrow is Channel 7's 70th anniversary. They have been doing a series of reports about that. I have not had a chance to see too many of them. Uh, they're, they're doing a where are they now with some of the old uh, previous employees. Where are they? What are they doing? Uh, really neat piece with their engineer, Brad Stanford, recently about how the things have changed technologically. I mean, amazing changes in 70 years technically. Who's coming in? And tomorrow here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show, uh, Brenda Danehart will be here. Their uh, new general manager, I believe, will be here. And I think DK's coming in as well. Howard, please, uh, sometime tomorrow evening, or uh, this evening, I should say, 
Send me a text. I don't want to wear these Bib Oberhals tomorrow with my ball cap, all right? I, I, I've got to spruce up a little bit tomorrow, so remind me, please. You want to look good for the seventh? Well, I don't want to wear Bib Overhauls, you know. I don't want to look, I just got in from the farm, which there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, I want to look a little sharper. Come on, why don't you go all the way? Get one of those hats, get a little straw in your in your teeth. You know. ah, there good you old go. boys. I told you we were good old boys. Hi, Brenda, DK. Good to see y'all. How y'all doing? That's a, all right, I'll try to remind you to, you know. Spiffy. What Step is, up a little bit, Bob. What is stepping up for you? Well, you know, I'd like to wear maybe a collared shirt, uh, some you know, a pair of slacks, some sort of shorts or sweats. Holy mackerel. Let's well, don't go crazy, Howard, but, you know, I want, I want to look sharp. When's the last time I saw you dressed like that? I don't know. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. That's all right. But I'm looking forward. To that. And listen, you all, we want to get some input from you all uh, tomorrow on the show. We're going to be, I think it's the 9 o'clock hour. i got to double check. I can't remember, honestly. Oh, it is because we have uh, Tom Scuderi at 8. Uh, Brenda Danehart, I believe their general manager, and um, and DK, I think. Now, those are all, you know, maybes. Uh, Brenda's a definite. The rest of them are kind of figuring it out. Uh, and we're just gonna, what I want to, we're just going to reminisce a little bit. Going to talk about, you know, Brenda and I and Bob, you, we watched Channel 7 grow up. We watched it from being a baby to learning how to do television to being the really professional, super successful station they are right now. We watched them grow up. Yeah, we had cable. What was that little uh, little place down there in Elm Grove, Howard? What was it called? Waco. Uh, yeah, we had Waco, Waco. But we also only got like five channels. So I am not exaggerating when I say Channel 7 was on our TV 85% of the time. Mm-hmm. 85% of the time. Ne- never changed. Yep. Yep. And, um, well, of course, first of all, as you point out, we didn't have a lot of other options. <laughs> I got 400 channels now. Huh? Yeah, well, you got, it was seven, it was nine, and then if you were lucky, uh, if you either had good rabbit ears or you were on cable. And Wheeling was one of the earliest cable cities in America because uh, the late Don Levinson, who formed Waco Cable, was a, an engineer, and he actually is a, among the guys who created the concept of cable, as in the cable that carries our television signals. And one of the other crazy things, Howard, for I would say at 60 out of the 70 years, Channel 7 was on Channel 5. Remember those days? <laughs> well, it, it was confusing when you had the dial. That's right. So uh, anyway, we're going to have some fun with this. And what I want you all to do is um, hopefully you'll text me some memories of Channel 7. I was on Romper Room. I was on the new news back when I was in third grade. Tell me there's some video that uh, that's I, still in the archives, Howard. I, I don't have any. Maybe it's theirs somewhere. So, fun time with TV7. Their 70th anniversary tomorrow right here on the Watchdog uh, Morning Show. 7.51, 9 before the hour. Mr. Slider has, let's see, we got the Mountaineers. we got the Steelers. And uh, we got Pickleball, maybe. All of that coming up. Slider on sports in just a minute. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. 
But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. Tune in Mondays at noon for all your local high school sports news from the number one sports editor in the Ohio Valley, The Seth Stasky Show, sponsored by Gumby's. Only on The Watchdog. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Seven to the hour here, Watchdog Morning Show. It is a Monday morning. Glad you are here. Um, we are continuing our homeless conversation later this morning. Uh, ben Seidler last week said that uh, uh, he thought that some of the people who are criticizing the city of weaponizing homelessness are themselves, in fact, monetizing homelessness. Some of the homeless advocacy groups uh, really pushed back on that in a newspaper article over the weekend. Ben Seidler with us to talk about that and the whole issue of the homelessness uh, coming up in the 9 o'clock hour of the show. But right now, it is time to turn our attention to Slider on sports. Jalen Warren and Najee Harris each rushed for a touchdown. I missed it because I was sick in bed, but they led the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers past the Los Angeles Rams 24-17. Kenny Pickett was 17 out of 25 for 230 yards. The Steelers improved to 4-2. and two. A game heard here on the Watchdog Network, the Cleveland Browns come back and beat the Indianapolis Colts 39-38. The Baltimore Ravens crush the Detroit Lions and the good old boys because they win big 38-6. We didn't see that one. The New York Giants over the Washington Commanders 14-7. The New England Patriots snapped their losing streak, surprising the Buffalo Bills 29-25. The Bears over the Raiders 30-12. Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks beat the Arizona Cardinals 20-10. The Kansas City Chiefs roll over the Los Angeles Chargers 31-17. The Denver Broncos 19, the Green Bay Packers 17, and the Philadelphia Phillies get back on track they have no problem with the Miami Dolphins. They win 31 to 17, and Atlanta set uh, Atlanta upsets Tampa Bay. The Falcons 16, the Buccaneers 13. Monday Night Football tonight: the San Francisco 49ers at Minnesota to take on the Vikings. 49ers are favored by seven points. 8-15 kickoff there. Major League Baseball postseason continues. The Texas Rangers pound the Houston Astros 9-2. Game 7 today from Houston. First pitch, 8-03. Game 6 of the National League Championship Series is today in Philadelphia. The Phillies have a three, to, three games to two lead over the Arizona Diamondbacks. First pitch, 5-07 Eastern time. And as Howard said, the West Virginia Mountaineers, they drop a, a tough one on Saturday. Back and forth game, back and forth game. The Mountaineers were favored by three. 
but end up losing by 14. And the Pine Room Studios and the Ohio Valley Pickleball Club first annual Blazing Paddles Pickleball Classic at Ogilvy Park was a huge success. It was a little chilly, but it was a great turnout, and it was a great tournament. So I want to congratulate those guys uh, on the uh, Pine Room Studios and the Ohio Valley Pickleball Club First annual Blazing Paddles was a huge success, Howard. Slider on Sports Time, 7.57. Blazing Paddles. Probably some more talk about that coming up today on the Pine Room Boys right here on the Watchdog Radio Network. We begin at noon with Seth Stasky, his show. Uh, Neil Brown, that should be interesting what he has to say. Uh, Neil, pushing Neil out there. Come on, Neil, you got to go out there. <laughs> do I have to do it? I don't want to do you're that. You're under contract. Get I out just here. want to go to Kegler's and have a beer. I don't want to go you out there. Talk to the media now, Neil. You got to explain yourself to him. Uh, Neil Brown press conference from noon until one. Uh, from uh, one until two, right? One o'clock. Yeah, one until two, and then uh, Pine Room Boys in at uh, two o'clock today. So lots of good conversation this afternoon. I didn't see any of the Steeler game. You didn't either because you were sick. I didn't. Right? No. First so, one I missed in a long, long time. I was following the score along the way, but I didn't didn't see any of the game. Um, I did watch the much of the WVU game. You said back and forth, and it really was back and forth, back and forth, and really until the fourth quarter, and then it was just fourth and fourth and fourth. You know. And again, everybody's going to be beating on Neil Brown, but the problems I that I see going back to the last uh, Thursday's loss against uh, Houston. A lot of this stuff, you got to point the finger at the coaching staff, Howard. I'm sorry. I mean, I know they're not out there playing, they're not out there tackling, but the game plan and just uh, it's just it's just not good. You have been saying for some time you don't think Neil Brown makes it to the season or makes it past the season. I guess I should. No, say. I think the I think the very last game they're going to say Neil, get out. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. A couple minutes till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Look for areas of frost this morning, at least up until 9, 30, 10 o'clock or so. We do have an official freeze warning in effect. Otherwise, a nice sunny day. Daytime high, eh, 60-ish or so. Then 70 tomorrow and into the 70s for the rest of the week. Sunny. Once we get past the frost and freeze this morning, it's going to be sunny and pleasant really all week long until the weekend brings a bit of rain. All in all, not too bad. But right now, it's still cold, 31 degrees. Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 31 at the Highlands, 31 in Elm Grove, and 31 degrees here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Next hour, we're heading to the Ukraine. Uh, Bob Amsterdam is an international attorney uh, and political figure. Um, he, he feels the Ukrainian government is being unfair to the Church of Ukraine. Now, there are two churches of Ukraine, one of which the parliament in the Ukraine says has too strong a tie to Russia, and they don't want them Ruskies around. Uh, Bob Amsterdam says it's not fair. He's going to join us. Uh, I think he's live in Ukraine this morning. Uh, he's somewhere over there, I can tell you that. Uh, international call coming up in the next hour of the show. And we'll talk about uh, the deer call. Deer call, deer kill, deer hunt, whatever it is. Looks like it is going ahead. We'll have info about that. And Ben Seidler, Wheeling Councilman, joining us too. That's what we have for you. If you have something for us, use the text line or the phone line. It's just about 8 o'clock, and ABC covers the world. AM 1600, 